Michael Jackson. Feedback. Michael Jackson. Feedback. Michael Jackson. Feedback. King of pop. King of pop. King of pop. I got my flippy flappies. Steel toe flip flops. There's an idea. We have German corn. We have Russian corn. And we have Asian corn. Do you have any Brazilian corn? Do you have any incest corn? Do you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Build impossible roller coasters for... Make them stand in line for like six hours and then just kill them. What music is this, Erwin? This is this is our intro music. What happened to our intro music? Well, that, that's our whole story. I mean, we could probably talk about it if you like to. I was expecting the other music. I have to nail these introductions. Well, uh, we got to talk. talk one versus zero uh, pulled out as a sponsor. Really? The new music is uh, I found on Fiverr, so we paid five bucks for it, and it's our new music for the time being because uh, we lost a huge sponsor. Yeah, that sucks. I got to be honest, I don't I don't hate the new music that much. It slaps. <laughs> it feels like I'm walking into like a baseball stadium or something, getting you amped up for the game that's gonna suck. That's Chris Rock, right? Yeah, that's why I said it slaps. So, oh, so they made a song out of the slap. Whoever had oh no time yeah, on their hands. I can actually hear that now. That's a, they didn't title it anything like that. They used it was just, it was called Song O One. They used the cla- yeah. they used the slap as a snare drum. Song oh, 001 oh, awesome. dot gif dot mp3. It was, yeah, it was dot mp4 on top of it. They just kept going. With it. There's not even a dot mp5, and they put that on there for some reason. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got our new intro music. Well, we, paid, we paid dot mp5 for it. Keep my wife's song out your fucking mouth. Well, that's going to take some getting used to on my part. I feel bad talking over it. I just wanted to say, um, legally, uh, I have to say this. That's part of the contract. Uh, legally, one versus zero is very sorry about what happened. They think we're sorry because... Wait, what? They're sorry. They're sorry. What did happen? Went up to Canada and they're sorry. Our woke episode wasn't pointing down. It was pointing up. One versus zero, if you're listening. Punching down or punching up? Punching up. Yeah. So Slapping some, down. At some point, I think I actually have to do the introduction to this episode. And Erwin keeps playing mm, this music. Don't... So here we go. Let's get... This is... This is Metaloaf 9 collapse of reality or collapse of the simulacra this is no this is like episode 15 all right this is a uh, metal of taking simulacra to a whole new level 
Today, one of our sponsors is Doomer Solutions, a perennial sponsor of ours with Gardens, another perennial sponsor of ours. I've actually been really impressed with the technology from Doomer Solutions, um, their woke alarm system and their Dunning-Kruger effect alarm system were definitely game changers, I think, in a lot of ways. Fingers crossed they get those mass produced. See, how's your, here's how's your my, Kickstarter? Okay, here's, Go ahead. Here's my issue. We have, I have literally like trashed some of Doomer Solutions products on this podcast, yet they still come back week, week after week. And one versus zero got a little butthurt about something we said in the woke episode. What's up with that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. To each his own. Can't make it more like happy. the doomers. Legally, we're not re- allowed to discuss that. Um, but I will say they're, they're not butthurt. Their management's butthurt. Ah, uh, it's their, their big corporate labels. Their big corporate labels. To, uh, John and Keith and that other dude. And, uh, I can't remember his name offhand. Um, and they don't have a problem with anything. They're cool people. We party. They pulled, they pulled our music, they pulled their music from our program. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we, we have Doomer Solutions to thank. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Doomer Solutions for being real, real, uh, real stand up guys and gals and, and non binaries, binaries. Yeah. Non binaries. All right. Doomer Solutions. So they gave us to this for this week, their prototype Bow Drillard alarm system. And I was like, what is this for? Why, why, why do we, I don't even know what a bow Drillard is. They had, their spokesman, Tony had to explain to me, the Bow Drillard alarm system is an alarm system that detects simulacra. And of course I was like, what, what are simulacra? Yeah, it's a cracker that you eat soup with, or you eat it with soup. I thought, I thought maybe it was Latin for like bad odors. That's that's caca. But no, but it tur- turns out this Baudrillard is not like a technical apparatus. It's actually a French philosopher, specifically a postmodernist philosopher. Listen, nobody's nobody's going to buy this, man. You've been talking about this dude like every single episode. I've been getting his name wrong. Every single episode. I've been getting his name wrong this whole time, though, so I expect nobody knows what I'm talking about. Wait, you you were actually saying it wrong before? Oh, I, I like I like butcher every name that comes out of my mouth. Oh. So just, sorry, Mr. Baudrillard. Bod, I was saying it like... Okay, let's, let's put this to the test real quick. What's my name? So you are our producer, Erwin Skett. See, he butchers every name. My last name is Scott. Wait, wait, wait. I've known you since the time we took that hike in the forest. And you found the oven? And you never corrected me. No, it it wasn't important. But you were talking about butchering names, so here we are. So what is it? Tell me. Wait, I'm going to put, let's put everything on hold. Tell me the proper pronunciation of your name. name. Erwin Scott. 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 Scoot. 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 
doesn't quite roll off the tongue like scat does, though. <laughs> yeah, that's why Louis C.K. is Louis C.K. and not Louis Squit. Uh, you related? No. He just uh, showed you something in a back room of a comedy club one time. <laughs> he was canceled right after this. So our thanks to the Doomer Solutions for lending us their baud drill, drill your drill your alarm system. Bootyard. I keep that. I see that two L's and I want to say yeah. Bootyard. Baud Drillard. The Baud Drillard alarm system that detects simulator. So it's in the studio with us today. We're gonna that get cannot be the right way to say the name. It's like Worcestershire sauce. Like who knows how to say it? That's not French enough. Baudrillard. That's not French. I don't know. Maybe he's like Southern French or something. What do you think, uh, Bob? You're an expert on French. Oh, Bob's with us. Uh, hi, hi, boys. How you doing, Bob? I'm back. Yeah, same, uh, same as we were 15 minutes ago when we said hi when you walked in the room. Well, but you didn't say hi to me on the show so i didn't know if i start talking with the people and you and or just sit here uh um well how, how do you spell bod dear in the spelled b-a-u-d-r-i-l-l-a-r-d it's like bow drill drill ard drill ard bow drillard Baudrillard. Baudrillard. I think that's how you say it. Am I saying it right? Baudrillard? It cannot be the right way to say it. It'll put a hole right in your bow. Baudrillard is probably the proper (laughs) way to say it. (laughs) Well, um... Baudrillard. Yeah, Baud. I think that's it. I used to shop at Bob Dillard's. Bob Dillard's in the mall. Right next to J.C. Panties. I used to listen to Bob Diller growing up. <laughs> that was the first mumble rapper ever. I was going to say, this this episode should be called Everybody Should Just Get Stoned, because <laughs> I think uh, I think it would be apropos. Apropos. <laughs> okay. Why? why? No reason. Okay, so we're going to get to the bow, bow drill, your bow, we're, we're going to get to his alarm system. This is the alarm system here in a little bit. Come gather around people wherever you roam. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> we'll learn. Can we get a sample of it real quick? Well, I have you to. Have it on file? Like, can you just hit the trigger to let us hear it? I have to boot it up. Um, Okay. Let me let me start. Oh, there it is. That was, that was some boot. I don't have no idea. I just powered it on. Um, I have to connect it to our line though to get it to work to to detect what we're saying. Do you want me to do that now, or do you want to get? So let me do this. So let me introduce our first uh, meta news topic today. Is the world ending? I have um, from BBC.com, FBI warns of increased threats after Trump search. From Washington Times, FBI warns of threats of civil war, dirty bomb following Trump raid. The Guardian, climate disaster is here. Wow, running out of water in Europe, running out of water in China, running out of water in the Southwest. From uh, BBC.com, Ukraine war damaged nuclear plant would be suicide. Happy, happy. 
And um, from Yahoo Finance, three big reasons why a 2022 recession would be like no other in history. A lot of doomerism in the news. So in this meta news segment, part one is the world ending. And then wow, so Bob here can can actually begin because I know he has some thoughts on this topic and then I'll patch in the Bowdrill bow, bow, bow drill or uh, detect simulacra detector. Okay. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, uh, Tell us what you think about the world uh, ending. You can call me Robert, thanks. Well, first of all, I think it's a little overblown. The world is ending, first of all. You know, you have all these pansies talking about, you know, the world getting warmer and the globe is getting hot. That's not real, okay? There's no such thing as warming global temps. That, that just doesn't exist. Uh, that was created uh, by Elon Musk, uh, and he did that so he could sell more solar panels and his little battery cars to the masses. So he's out there spreading fear and just getting everyone all riled up that it's just going to be so hot and the sun's going to be out all the time and then he can sell all this stuff. Turn that thing off. Have you stepped outside recently? It's hotter than hell where I'm at. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's also summer. I mean, it gets hot in the summer. <laughs> right? Unless you're... No. Unless you're Not this like in a different part in the world and then your summer is actually your winter, but mm-hmm. it's that time of year because of the polarization of the, the spheres doesn't doesn't equate correctly. So I have been disappointed this summer because it is a historic heat wave across the globe. And uh, when I used to work in journalism, we always had a go to every summer. When it would get really hot, we'd go stick a frying pan in a raw egg in a car and put a camera out there to watch it cook. I haven't seen any of that on the news. I don't understand. They're, I mean, this is the time to do it. Well, I mean, that that's just normal cooking for me. I don't know why that would be a news story. I do want to say I feel like a winner in the summer, too. Like when you said on the other parts of the globe, there's winter for the summer mm-hmm. and where i live yeah i mean if it's so hot how come it's not how come it's not summer there when it's winter there well right I'm, if it was hot well i'm talking about being a winner in the summer or at least feeling like a winner in the summer that's what i that's what are, i said are we really are we really questioning the people that are hanging off the bottom of the earth like how they're able to make it cold during the summertime like they're hanging off the bottom of the earth they're not humans is it a flat earth? No, it's round. Okay. Like a testicle, but, you know, down there, they're hanging off the bottom of the testicles. Well, I, I feel like a winner in the summer because when it's hot everywhere else, we get like afternoon thunderstorms that cool it down. So I felt like a winner all summer. Oh, Colorado is the best. Ah. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> At least our toilet bowls aren't opposite. Like those guys hanging off the bottom of the earth. <laughs> Opposite toilet bowls. Did did uh, what's his name? Bob Bob Drillard. Bob, that guy. Did he have a bidet? Bob Dilliard. Bob Dilliard's Bob Dilliard's bidet that that shot 
Was it a backwards bidet? Well, he's from Louisiana, so I mean, there's bidets everywhere. Was he? I thought he was from France. Well, that's all the French people live in Louisiana. That's their vacation spot. All of them? Every single all French person lives in Louisiana? Well, yeah. yeah except the Canadian French. Well, we don't count Canadians. Well, they're like Louisiana of Canada. <laughs> Canada is the Louisiana of Canada. <laughs> That's her third t-shirt. <laughs> I think we're at like six or seven t-shirts now. Now we're still at By three. By the way, Irwin, Irwin's in charge of making our t-shirts. And that's that's why we're still at three. <laughs> All right. So, but I uh, I do I have something on this topic before we move Bob, on. I was going to summarize uh, what um, Bob said about Bob Triller. Okay, Bob you, Triller. you do that, and then I'll, I'll do my little segment. I have. It's interesting because I have Elon Musk on my fantasy reality team, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going all in and whatever what you just said um rob rob bob whatever um that gives me a lot of confidence i mean um that's like supreme confidence he's pulling he's pulling a fast one over the world so he's got some power wish you guys would not be so like harsh against african american just really (laughs) hurts where do we go wrong? Elmo says that's not woke. <laughs> I was waiting for the I was waiting for the uh, the the detritum alarm. The the woke alarm. It's not uh I mean I'll, I'll be honest, hopefully we can actually get some funding for this with with more sponsorship and actually have some of that technology for season 2. Fingers crossed. Yeah, you can you can uncross your fingers, man. It's not going to happen. Ain't no, nobody's He's giving us 70, money. 70,000 square feet warehouse oh where we could do like Mr. Beast type stuff. <laughs> Mr. Beast. It's going to be like $140 million in revenue, but. What an annoying asshole. Um, Frisk, sorry to interrupt you with my Mr. Beast talk. Go ahead. No, no, it's it's fascinating because I, I posited the question, is the world ending? And we... <laughs> matriculated off into pop culture nonsense. Uh, because Mr. Beast is why the world is ending. The Beast? Is he the Beast? He, oh my God, he's the Antichrist. He's, Mr. Beast is the Antichrist. He's the Beast. He's the Beast that Jesus spoke yeah, of. He's ushering in the end of the world. It's certainly not Death Metal Man's. <laughs> not at all. Well, I know... For, you know, generation Xers. Okay, if you're a boomer, you're like, uh, I'm almost out the door. I don't care if the world's ending. Generation X, you're like, we've been knowing about the world ending for like 30 years. Like, nobody's going to do anything about it. Why should I care? But if you're a millennial Zoomer, man, I feel bad for younger generation because it's like, See, I was just about to ask that. I said, so we all have kids, right? We all have offspring. Uh, yeah. Do uh, do y'all actually like ever have that thought of, my God, my children are going to have to grow up in this terrible, terrible world? I do, but I slam it down with like tequila. See, I think, <laughs> I think of it and then I go, well, that's their problem, not mine. Yeah. 
Okay, boomer. Well, they just got to toughen up. That's Stop what, being bitches, you know? Yeah, that's what they get for not obeying me when I say it's bedtime. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go to bed? Here's, here's a <laughs> shitty world that's falling apart. Congratulations. What you're doing psychologically is you're turning what's happening now into their fault now. Yeah. Because it is, it is their fault. But then how, how hard do you hit them when they don't fall asleep? I would never strike a child. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, kick a child, yes. Strike a child, no. You know, tomato, potato, right? Look, it seems like the consensus is if the world is ending, we don't care. Well, that's what I was, that was going to be my thing. Thanks for ruining it, but not, not so much. Okay. So I, I've been asking, can we start a segment on the show? called there's absolutely nothing wrong i tried to get you to make a uh, as us emailed erwin to make a cool intro he wouldn't do it but i'm just gonna go with it no you didn't like the ones i did but we'll talk about that later we kept sending me that stupid song 001 mp3 slap thing like over and over again i'm like this is not i don't even know what this is man anyway um here's the thing the world is ending it's the end of the world as we know it and we should all feel fine I feel fine. Because it was always going to end. The The world was always going to end. It's like we're born. We're going to die. Stop worrying about it. I'm not saying that we can't do, you know, help do our part. But your part is not going to save the world. The world is going to die. We're all going to die with it. Some of us will die before the world dies. If you're worried about that i'm sorry you woke up in the wrong reality i apologize but there's absolutely nothing wrong with the world dying it's just gonna happen is it so much that the world's going to end as how it ends like who cares are people trying to play too much of a role in in oh the world's ending because of us or Oh, the world's going to end because the sun's going to explode in four billion years or whatever. The world is going to end because these young people get to go to college and they don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. They're getting all their student loans mm-hmm. wiped away. Mm-hmm. And that's why the world is going to end. Mm-hmm. Something about inflation. Recession. Because yeah. they got their loans. I don't care what all inflatable that. you use. I get inflation sometimes. The Weeble Wobble Mr. Beast inflatable. It's because of the student loan kids. It's going to end, but everything is fine. Well, and a lot of it, a lot of this, these economic disruptions, you know, all started with that, that Chinese fever that was going around the world, you know, that, which was actually dingo fever, um, you know, and that, that went around the world. And basically, the Chinese released it because they were tired of making Ikea furniture, and they just wanted a break. So, I got a serious—I got a serious question here. We've all—we've all known people that had COVID, right? I've had COVID. Other people that I, in my house, I think some of us have had COVID. When somebody has COVID and they get near you, and you want to like. Oh, or you know that they they were around somebody that had COVID or something. Why? I just did this this week, and I don't understand why I didn't think of to do it before. Why 
didn't we start calling it that they have Covies? Ooh, stay away from me. You have Covies. I agree. I couldn't agree more. That's such a better way of putting it. It's easy. It's easy. Like, why haven't we thought of this? They call it a jet ski, but it's like a motorcycle. Why didn't they call it a boatercycle? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I like that. Boatercycle. This is how you know the world is ending. Yeah, exactly. Me and Erwin are agreeing on something. Yeah. The world's going to end. So where did you find your motorcycle? Where'd you <laughs> buy one? I used to work at a marina down in Texas. Uh-huh. Got marina the name Del Rey? Just they run. come with the marina. It's just like that. A motorcycle. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. that's what we called them. Nobody ever called it that ever, but we did. Me and my buddy. Didn't you work at the bait shop there at the marina? Weren't you the masturbator? Yeah. You weren't the masturbator? Yeah, we heard you. You know, you're the, the master of the bait shop. The master baiter. Explain that to like two or three more times. Like you're in charge of all the other baiters. So you're the master baiter. Yeah, I drove forklift, which is... Got its own slew of jokes. I had a lowrider motorcycle, but it sunk. All my friends have a lowrider. Well, okay. So I was going to posit. (laughs) Fraternizer and know with the uh, help here. I was going to posit that (laughs) what if the world isn't actually ending? What if what is ending is the simulations in our mind? Our next segment, Meta News 2, is the simulation ending as an alternative to the world ending. What if the world is ending? What if some of the bad ideas that we've sustained for generation after generation, what if they're just dying? It's a natural process of life on Earth. And there's something new on the horizon. But I guess the question is, what... I mean, do you think we're living in a simulation? Because if you think we're living in a simulation and the simulation is ending, wouldn't you then say that the world is ending because the world is our simulation? Yeah, it depends. It depends on your your perspective, I guess. What does Bombadil say? Oh, Bomb... Oh, you mean you mean Bougie Bodilliard? The bougie guy. The bougie guy, yeah. Well he he wrote a book called Simulacra and Simulation. And in his book he argues that in late stage capitalism, that consumers in late stage capitalism will be so bombarded by simulations in simulacra that they will be unable to tell the difference between the simulation and the real. If I'm living in a simulation, if I'm living in a simulacra, I want to be living in that one with the uh, all the leather daddies and leather mommies that can fly through the air and, uh, you know, dodge bullets and stuff. The simulation, not the system. system. Ultimately. In in the context of Bod 
Bal Drillard's uh, late stage capitalism being embedded is not my love. being em- bombarded by simulacra to the point where we no longer we no longer know the difference between the simulation and the real then the boat Baudrillard was talking about cultural simulation like photographs or commercial advertising or gulf wars or religion like uh isn't that uh an alt like like wouldn't you be living in the normal world but also living in a separate world where you thought things were not the same it could be a cult it could be it could be any religion it's not well not any religion not the true one True one. I was gonna say Bob's got some thoughts okay. on religion. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, let's. Oh my gosh, the aliens have got Bob again. We all know the aliens, aliens again. Got Bob. Yeah, I think my that hurts. The stimulacra thing. Wait, maybe the The stigmata. Maybe this is a simulation. Maybe this is a simulation, and the aliens are actually well, what controlling are, what are, Okay, let, let's back off religion for a second. Why, uh, Mr. Robert fixes his uh, mic, and I'll say, uh, what about a job, like a career, where you work like twenty years, and that's your like, that's your reality. It's created. It's not the same as everybody else's reality. Yeah. You could live a, d- a different reality. You don't have to live that reality. You could do something different. Like, isn't yeah. that like red pill, blue pill kind of thing? Uh, I, w- I would agree. That's kind of like Max Weber's iron cage concept, which is that I don't care. structures within a culture ultimately place people within that culture in a behavioral cage, even a thought cage, where... They have certain narrow freedoms, but they are not ultimately free. They are bound to the conditions of the corporate structure. I don't care. Yeah, your your free will is a cone, not a sphere. It's a light cone. It's a dong. Just to just to peel back the onion curtain here a little bit, um, you guys started talking. I went and took a dump, and came back. And just walked in right at the right time to say, it's shaped like a dong. Magnificent effort. It was messy, but thanks. Michael Jackson, king of pop. King of pop. While you're on our our cast. Am I back again? Am I good? You're good. You are good, and uh, checks in the mail. Aliens are gone. Okay, great. All right, well, so what we're discussing here are stages of simulation and simulacra. There are simulations, simulations and simulacra in technology, like Twitter, Facebook, social media, YouTube, television, fiction, movies, books. But there's another stage, and I don't even want to... I just maybe want to tease at this idea that some nerds think the universe might be a simulation. I don't know that I'm going to go so far to say the whole universe is a simulation. But we can be... Pretty, pretty certain, certain that, that there are aspects, aspects of everyday culture, culture 
that are simulacratory. I don't care. I don't care. You you like to do you like to do this thing, and not to, not to derail you here, man, but you like to do this thing where you like to pick and choose, because like you say, the Earth is not flat, but the universe is flat. Yeah, the Earth is a simulation, but the universe is not a simulation. Well, I don't know that I don't even know that the Earth is a simulation. I think the point that I'm getting to, the point that Boldriard kind of said, Boldrillard kind of said, but also Alan Badley in his working memory model are proposing is that the simulation is actually in the human mind itself. Who, who Badley? Alan Badley is a psychologist. Is he related to men behaving badly? Men behaving. Is he Greek? Or, or is Pakistani? Uh, no, that's a sitcom. That's a sitcom from the nineties. So his name is. That sitcom was basically created based on him. Yeah, it was. It was all about uh, simulations and. Yeah. Didn't it? Didn't it? Ha- who? Who was in that show? Was it? Was Rob Schneider in that show? I'm just not familiar with oh, simu- Simulacra from the nineties. I like Rob Schneider. He's funny. Making the copies. Yeah. Doing a simulation. Yeah, just over there by the copy machine, doing the machine copying. Copying the copies. Bobberino. This universe is a copy of another copy. The Bobinator. The universe can have a two-dimensional topology, (laughs) and the rest of the world can seem like it has four-dimensional structure just because of the way perception works. Well, it's only perception based off how big we are. We are little. Oh, I'm massive. I'm pretty big. I too. know, but yeah, yeah. I, but if you go, <laughs> if, you, if you go really far away from Earth, you're just yeah. a dot. You're like a dot. And I mean, just imagine, like, right? You're at a bar. You're having a good time. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting to meet somebody, but holy shit, mm-hmm. there she is. You mm-hmm. walk up. You're like, baby, what's up? I'm a dot. Think how that's gonna mm-hmm. go. Because you're so smart about the whole universe. Did you ever hear the theory of special fallacy? The theory of special fallacy, anybody? <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, fallacies? What? Yeah, the theory of special fa- fallacy. Your fallacy gets bigger as you approach the speed of light. What? The what now? Say that again. The what? The what? What happens? Your fallacy gets bigger as you approach the speed of light. Man. Mm. So if you run faster, you get a bigger. Dog. Yeah, if you if you touch it to a lamp, it gets bigger. Is that what you're saying? Well, you'd have to run while you do it because if you want to speed, I'm going to speed the light. You got to be fast. I'll be right back. So the. Theory of special fallacy was proposed by one of the Einstein brothers when I was working at the bagel store. Ah, son of a bitch. Okay, okay. It got, it got, it got a little bigger, but it's just because there's a big blister on the end of it now. Okay, so where were we? We were in the simulation. We were... I was muted when I was like, no, don't do that. No, no, don't do that. But... And then he was gone by the time it came back on. So, okay, that's where we're at. 
Sorry. Um, go ahead. Well, um, so by the way, if you ran backwards through a spaceship that was going at the speed of light, would it get smaller? If the okay, the ship's going the- at the speed of light or away from the speed of light. It's already getting bigger because you're going at the speed of light. But then you, I'm specifically talking about the speed of light diner in Roswell, New Mexico. At the speed of light to the back of the. I think it would stay the same because that would be like thrusting in and out, and it doesn't get smaller when you pull out. <laughs> right? Go, uh. <laughs> okay. All right. So let me try to tie this tie this back in. So we we on one hand, there's a lot of change happening in the world. Many people in this world are speculating about this change going, is the world ending? Is the world as I know it, is it changing into something that I don't know? And I think what I'm saying here in this argument is that it is the simulation of ideas that are actually ending. These bad ideas have proven themselves no longer efficient. And we are having to adapt to new ideas, and this is scary. What are we talking about? Well, I was kind of talking about baudrill, baudrill, postmodern. I was talking about postmodernism. Big dong baudrillard. So with postmodernism, a lot of people hate postmodernism. Postmodernism, I think, if I translate it correctly, came after modernism. Modernism was... An era, I know, that was my fourth grade Latin. (laughs) Um, Modernism was a time of ideological rigidity and control. Modernism was a time of linear reasoning and cause and effect causation. But now with Baudrill, well... Now there's postmodernism, which Jordan Peterson hates. J- Jordan Peterson, who is a Canadian philosopher and psychologist, hates postmodernism. Hey, by the way, did you know that uh, Canada is the Louisiana of Canada? That's why Jordan Peterson is the way he is, I think. I, and I was born in Louisiana, so I should know. Um, But so with postmodernism, there's lots of things happening with postmodernism. It's not like a bunch of people, a bunch of Marxist liberals, leftists going, hey, we want to fuck the world over now. It, well, it's not quite like that. It may seem like that, but it's not. What's happening is that with postmodernism, technology has accelerated the rate of technological change, which has forced a faster rate of ideological change. And so we are discovering innovative ways, not just to live in this postmodern world, but also how to identify in this postmodern world. And Jordan Peterson hates that. Is this, is this my cue to do my thing? That this is your, this is your cue. Uh, so you asked me, you know, about Jordan Peterson. And I said, I don't really know that much about the dude. Uh, I knew that he was, uh, I knew he was a guy that people that I follow don't like, but they weren't like, nothing I'd ever heard about him made me interested in him at all. 
Um, but you asked me about him. So I went and watched a lot of his videos and I would say that the, the number one thing that, uh, I would say about Mr. Peterson is that for somebody who's considered a, an intellectual, uh, he cannot make an argument to save his life. The man talks in a million circles. So I watched all these videos and it was really hard for me to pull any kind of, of anything from what he was saying. But what I did pull from it is that he doesn't know what the fuck postmodernism is. I got that when he, too. when he, <laughs> when he, uh, when he, when you say, Oh, Hey, Hey, Jordan, that guy over there, he's a postmodernist. And then he's like, Oh, let me go talk to him. And he goes over to talk to the guy. And the guy says something like, you know, Oh, you know, uh, everything, everything is a loop, loop back on itself. Everything is a simulation that we're going through. And he just goes, Oh my God, you're woke. I hate you because you're woke. And that's the thing. It's like he, any argument that he makes against postmodernism, he's not talking about postmodernism. He's talking about being woke. Like, I don't understand why, why more people aren't pointing this out. Um, well, was they work? What's that? Well, were they woke? They were, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they feel about, you know, social issues and stuff like that. Well, it's just, no, but if they were sleeping, he would be mad because he's trying to talk to them and they're not paying attention. They're just napping on him. You know who should take a nap? You. You should take a nap right now because we're, we're, we're past the, uh, the, uh, the Bob, the, the Bobricon, the, I don't even know why you have me here. I'm all chiming in, I, and you're just honestly, let me was, down. He was going to say, way. "We need, we need, um, um, Bob, Bob. I'm sorry, I keep Robert. getting your name, Robert. We need Robert for the Bodr Bodr. I can't say his name. Bob for, for, the, for the simulacra detector, we need." Pop Robert for the simulacra detector. So this that's going to be our last segment, which we can get to here. Um, so Bob, what I want you to do is um, tell us what you're worried about in, in a minute. So I I booted up and I connected the simulacra alarm system. Uh, give me just a minute, and uh, I'm going to get this going here. Okay. So, do y'all have any balm? When, when we start balm, yeah, the blister is getting bigger. I have lemon balm. All right, salve balm. All right, so goop. The simulacra alarm is on and plugged in. So here we go. I'm gonna fade the the audio input up so my microphone goes into it and. There it is. There's the there's the alarm. But okay, what's it going? Okay. Okay, it should be turning off. The other one's turned off. Why is it? Is it? What's what? the point? It just makes a noise. I don't know. I mean, I'm feeding uh, guys. our podcast audio into it. I think it's trying to tell us something. 
Wow. Uh, Attilus is broken. broken. All right, so it's overloaded. Wait, hold on. Let me turn. Hold, hold, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the main. I turned, the, I turned it off. Well, I was looking at the manual, and it, it just said we had it was so much that it was just like like uh, dealing with all of it at once. I, I, wait, I wonder. Um, okay, let me turn the threshold down a little bit. Okay. Because it was set at the maximum threshold. I guess uh, maybe it was something we were saying. Maybe it was detecting a simulation in something we were saying. Like... Maybe our words. Maybe our words are simulations. There is a bomb in Gilead. Oh, wait, there's... Are we doing the ghost episode again? That was weird. Uh, yeah, I set the threshold. I changed the threshold. I, I, I went off when you were talking about your song. All right, so... What song? I like what you're, when you were singing. Like you keep singing and adding up the price of our podcast with all the royalties we're gonna have to pay. You're not gonna have to pay royalties for that one, man. That's a hymn. Oh, is it? Is it creative? Well, call? it may be a them now. I haven't checked in. So we owe the Vatican. It's <laughs> hymns. Hymns have their own pronouns. <laughs> yeah, they have their own royalties too. Yeah, well, you could probably just drop a couple coins in the plate when it comes by. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I I lowered. Well, what I wanted to do was I wanted to have uh, Robert. I wanted to have Robert tell us something that he's worried about in this world. Uh, boy, something I'm worried about. Well, you know, the gays. <laughs> I think it's laughing at you. Well, I mean, it's no laughing matter. Okay, I, I think I'm, I'm getting. I'm. I can be kind of slow. Wait, I need to know why. <laughs> I need to know why you're worried about the well, game. Just ask what I was worried about, and uh, I'm worried about them. You know, they're all creeping around the shadows and stuff, and you never know when they're gonna pop Ooh. up out of that. That gives me an idea. Bathroom. A, the gay Batman. That'd be an awesome. Movie. Uh, another th- Bill Gates. So, China. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a simulation. I'm worried about him. Wait, yeah, that's what if, I was worried if, about. Bill if that Gates. going off when he said Bill Gates is, does that mean that gays are a simulation too? Oh my God. Well, okay. This is freaking me out a little bit because I, I still don't fully understand why it's going off. I mean, the Dunning-Kruger alarm, that was complex enough. The woke alarm. Let's, let's test it. Let's test it. All right. Come, sound guy here. Come on. Let's test it. All right. All that matters to family is love, nutrition, and water. Okay. Was that? Uh, was that? Well, you uh, didn't. You didn't say God or Jesus either. If you said those, <laughs> it probably would have been perfectly fine. That should have been the first thing out of your mouth, to tell you the truth. All right, let's try it. God, Jesus, nutrition, water. Mm-hmm. I thought love well, okay. captured the whole... All right, all right. I don't know how much this thing understands English. 
<laughs> or if it's the words, like is it the concepts? Is it still trying to figure out its own name? Is it French? <laughs> it's still trying to figure out the, its own name. Am I a Baudrillard system? Am I Baudrillard? Am I body really odd? What country what is do my you name? identify with? Are you asking the Erwin? Are you, <laughs> are you talking to the alarm system? <laughs> it's yeah. A, I think it needs a little programming. It's a bit sensitive. Yeah. Simulation. Uh, alarm alt. system, what are your pronouns? That's nothing to say on that. <laughs> well, okay. So, alarm system. I'm going to say some phrases. Let's see if it goes off here. Um, flat earth. Wow, that was fast. Okay. Round earth. I don't think, I, I think the earth is actually a, an oblate spheroid. It didn't go off. Do you think that it would have any kind of reaction to Bob's uh, story? I, um, I bet it would. Bob, tell your story again, man. Well, you want my story? Any story. Any story. Well, I do have a story. I do think, you know, you brought me on for part of this. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we aren't really, we're like living inside something else. Um, you know, something that happened to me was years ago, I was finishing my shift at the sicko and you know i walked over to jc's liquor and bottle of, bought a bottle of jim beam and a pack of reds and i come out and it's really dark and i look out across the field and and in the trees i see something moving and it's just kind of popping out left and right and, and i realized that you know what that's a that's a deer but all I could see was like its its head and then a tail and then a leg. Like, you know, it was all like disjointed and rechanging. Like it was it was glitching. And you know, I thought, you know, deer Deer don't move like that. Okay? Like deer usually has a whole body and a head all connected. That's not what happened on this. So I man, I just watched it for probably 30 minutes or so and um, you know finished up my goods and got in my cutlass and I was driving down the road just keeping an eye on this deer just kind of popping in and out just a head and a leg and a tail and then all of a sudden just the windshield just started tearing up into this these electric shards and and it was just bright white light and then there were these figures over me and they were calling my name, you know, like Bob, Bob, Robert, Mr. Longbottom. And, I, you know, I couldn't, I can't explain it. It was sort of like I was not really there, but I was there, but I wasn't really there. And what I think is those figures standing over me were like the computer writers that make all the the stuff that people use and that that I was seeing like through the screen of life and I was seeing our true 
makers. Not like God, but you know, maybe like they're kind of working through God, uh, but through the screen, and we're in the screen. And then, you know, and all of a sudden I woke up and I was in a hospital and my wife Jolene was there and she just said, oh, thank God, Bob, you're, you're alive. And, I, you know, I, I don't, I, it, it was, it was strange. It was confusing, but it, it, I, that's what happened. Wow. Did you shoot the deer? Well, not that one. You know, that one. I, I if I'm gonna bag a deer, I'm gonna be sure I get a full tag on it, and and it's something I can process. I'm not just gonna shoot at a head or or a tail or leg. You know, it needs to be a full bodied. So, are you saying that you saw a glitch in the Matrix? Yeah, it was like, you know, when you're watching TV and. You're seeing like, you know, you kind of see a boob here and there, but it's all scrambly. It was kind of like that, but it was, but it was, it was a deer. Yeah, what's like Picasso porn? Picasso is that like a pizza? Um, no. Okay. Um. Well, it, it yeah, it was you know, you, you get those channels that. You're not supposed to get, but you can see little bits and pieces of them. And that's what that deer looked like. And the forest. And my windshield. So, yeah. And, you know, I'm carding it up in the telephone pole. And the only thing I can think is the computer writers. They didn't quite get the ones and the, the digits in the right spot. And that pole just ended up in the middle of the road right in front of my car. It's a glitch in the Matrix. I've seen glitches too. So yeah, man, I think something something pretty special's going on. So uh, Rob saw the the Universal Programmers. See, and your little box over there's agreeing. Yeah, because right? when it goes off, that means yes, because it, it was going off when I told the story. It, so I think. We're all in the the universe's computer system, probably somewhere in the in the RAM. You know what RAM is? What? Like a Dodge Ram. <laughs> oh, We're like okay. in a in a truck in the computer driving around, and the circuitry yeah. in a Dodge Ram. The the simulate the the computer that runs the world simulation is in the back of a Dodge Ram. Well, That's why the know. world's ending. I, look, <laughs> I don't, in, in Canada, which is the Louisiana of Canada. Like I work with my hands and my body, not my brain. Okay, I don't know how computers work, but I do know there are Dodge Rams inside. That's why the world's ending. It's just the whole thing's being carried by a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> laugh all you want, but it happened. Uh, well, I'm thoroughly. This is this has hurt my head. This episode, we should have put a heavy metal loaf warning on this. 
Well, Erwin, is it time to get to the sponsors? Have we covered this? To the sponsors. Uh, we're a little overdue. Yeah, okay. Well, we mentioned Doomer Solutions. They simulate... Turn that thing off. Doomer Solutions. Hey, Doomer Solutions, you're... Wait, is is it trying to tell... Is the, the, the alarm system from Doomer Solutions is trying to tell us that Doomer Solutions is part of a simulation? That's that we, what... That's what I... That's, that's scary, but that's what I'm thinking. You've seen that movie Inception? Yeah, I've seen it a few times of falling asleep. I keep dreaming that this top keeps spinning. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I was just wondering if you've seen it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doomer Solutions. Thanks for the... Okay. That's weird. Doomer Solutions. Turn it off. Okay. Thanks well, freaking me out, man. Okay, I'll turn it off. Doomer, here, here we go. Turn. Okay. Doomer, Doomer Solutions. Thank you, Doomer Solutions, for sponsoring our Metal Oath podcast and for being so generous with the prototype equipment, alarm systems for future generations today. Um, I've been pretty impressed with the technology. This one I'm still scratching my head on. Um, I'm going to be thinking about why it's been going off this whole time. I've been thinking about it for a while, I think. Okay, our another sponsor here is Grand Admiral Braun Fantasy Reality Sports Betting app, now featuring crypto integration. Why would you put, like the way crypto is going now, you'd think if you're going to be good at the predictive aspects of fantasy reality sports, you would have avoided crypto. But now they're integrating crypto into fantasy. I just see a disaster. Sorry, Grand Donald LeBron, Fantasy Reality Sports Betting app. I don't know if integrating crypto into your fantasy reality is actually a good thing. Y'all seen that uh, new uh, DC League of Super Pets movie with crypto? I have. No, I have not seen it. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Did he crash too? No, why we lost one versus zero. Were they into crypto too? No. They don't they have a crypto coin? Oh, I bet it was their crypto their crypto coin crashed. You recommended that Erwin in one of the episodes too. You feel bad? It would it would be really it's it's kind of like prophetic in the name one versus zero. Because if you multiply by zero, you get zero. Well, if you give one, you get nothing. Wait, I think if so, if you're you saying one should have got with that hero instead of that zero. Well, one shouldn't. If one wants to be one, it shouldn't be multiplied by zero because the inevitable result is zero. Seems like well, a wouldn't bad. Wouldn't you add move. it? Oh man, I almost started singing another song. Maybe subtract. Was it was it a math teacher from one verse zero? I don't know. I I don't know the band really. I don't know the people in the band. They were a sponsor for years. Yeah. Years. <laughs> they've been a, they've been a sponsor for years. <laughs> I think he meant ears of corn. We success we for all the ears of corn that we've been eating over the months. They've been speaking of sponsor. corn. I'm done with TikTok. Well, that's good. I'm done with Twitter. 
TikTok has been taken over by corn. Like the band with a K? Oh, no, no. The C-O-R-N kind of corn. I, I don't well, I like corn. I don't understand how vegetables are a threat to social media. <laughs> it's fueling the industry. Let's put it that way. Uh, uh, so there's two ways you could take it. One is that uh, a lot of the the um, people who work in industries that involve videotaping themselves doing things. Uh, when they're talking about their job on TikTok, they're not saying the P word. They're saying corn. And that's bad enough. Uh. But like in the last week or so, you remember Shmoyoho? It's like no. a YouTube channel. Remember the guy? Remember the hide your kids, hide your wife? Yeah. Yeah, remember that like yeah. from like 10 years ago? Oh, apparently this Shmoyoho guy who created that or people or whatever, they're still around. And they have made a song about corn, this little boy saying something about how much he likes corn. And it's like every freaking TikTok video I see is about is that song and I'm done uh, with it. I'm just done with it. They're making bank. They made a song about corn and they're making bank. I guess. Now you're saying corn. And not porn. Well, I know. I know. Once I started talking about corn stars on tw- on TikTok, it would confuse you. I've moved on to another topic, my friend. Okay. Well, hey, I'm just making sure I'm not missing out on something. But th- yes, the corn stars still are on uh, TikTok. If you want to go check those out. Okay. The the corn stars or corn, corn stars, stars. Yes. Corn. They're corn stars because TikTok would not allow them to have an account if they were porn stars. They had oh. to be corn stars. They'd have to be. Oh, instead, of having, instead of having sex, they have segs. They found a way around the simulation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Going back to Grand Admiral Braun <laughs> Sports Fantasy Rally Sports Betting App. Um, they requested uh, get TikTok a, on your team this week. Corn too. Corn, so, get corn on your team. So Woody there is advocating for a TikTok start. Some of you have TikTok on your team. Some of them have TikTok on your bench because you don't fully trust TikTok. I totally get that. Uh, I would like to. I need to stop sniffing into the microphone. Sorry. Stop. Stop doing so that. much blow. Yeah, I lean over and I snort. Speaking of corn stars. I, I snort cocaine off of a prostitute's scalp. They shoot heroin into my eyeball. <laughs> and you miss, and then you you just got a cloudy vision for like 12 <laughs> Sorry, I have it. Okay. I do Take- meth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grand Emerald <Admiral> Run <laughs> Fantasy Rally Sports Betting App starts for the week. Uh, I'm going with Attorney General Merrick B. Garland for my start of the week. Um, I'm going with Elon Musk and SpaceX with my start of the week. My sneaky sleeper start for this week is Michael Cohen. If you notice, after his fall, he's actually been slowly rising in the ranks. And um, I'm sitting, Liz Cheney. I don't know if this is news to anybody. 
But if Liz Cheney's in your starting lineup, you probably want to... It's time to drop Liz Cheney. Uh, Donald Trump is also welcome to Dumpsville. Donald Trump, uh, because I am starting... Drop him, but Uh, pick up Marilago. Because not only will it get you some points... Oh, yeah, you can pick up... Because corporations are people, so any kind of... It's fun to say, so... Marilago. All right, well, that was... uh, So one of our sponsors, the Grand Admiral Braun Fantasy Rally Sports Winning App, thank you for being our sponsor. For now. Um, We have have some reviews. Uh, This is our final segment for the episode... Reviews are in for for heavy metal loaf with the vocal arm system. Did you skip over gardens again? Did I skip over gardens? You guys kept you talking. You skipped over gardens. You guys kept talking. Oh, well, so we'll go back. We'll rewind. On a, listen, on a scale, what's worse? Me forgetting slavery in that one episode or you forgetting gardens? Well, I, don't know. I mean, worst case for me is they don't send me my free bucket of green beans. I'm not getting a free bucket of green beans. What the hell? Well, I mean, you have to talk to Irwin about that. He distributes it. No, I, I it. Yeah, he's going to grow them and he'll send you some. Yeah, I'll send you some. All right. Did, well, can we get some corn? We can only grow from the, the, the months of, yeah, you can have corn all you want, but. Okay, are you saying corn? We have, we have German <laughs> okay. corn and we have Russian corn. And we have Asian corn. you have any Brazilian corn? I think there's some... you have any incest corn? <laughs> there's... <laughs> I think everyone's cueing our closing music. <laughs> we haven't gotten to the reviews yet. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's... We, we still got to get to the reviews. Let's not run the closing music just yet. Oh, I sure wish that one... Missed that one versus zero track. Wish we hadn't pissed them off. <laughs> All right. Um, we might bring one back like next week. I'm, I'm in talks with them right now. Okay. Well, we should uh, we should just buy every bit of crypto coin they have and uh, basically make, buy the band so that we make, can use all their music for free. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. But that's a really good idea. Hey, we're we got it settled. Then that's that's our game will they, plan. Will they trade it for coin corn? crypto corn if we want to do that if we want to buy them out we need like six bucks from everybody is that possible yeah i got six bucks like six six did it did y'all hear me can we pay them in crypto corn yeah (laughs) okay yeah for sure though that's the that's the station's new crypto is it is it mother-in-law corn Something wrong. Something beyond control in that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking more. I'm tired. I've got to go to sleep. All right. We got to get to the reviews. We're almost done. So we got to the gardens. Thank you, gardens, for being our sponsor. We have quality sponsors every week. Although we have no um, VPNs this week. That's good. I think they got tired of us. Okay, uh, reviews are in for Heavy Metal Elf with a Woke Alarm System. Karen on Facebook writes, Worst podcast on the internet and so offensive. I can't believe they use the word in the disclaimer for their own offensive podcast. 
we did do that, didn't we? I kind of agree with Karen. I, I think, um, I actually think. Listen, that was my British. That was my British cousin, Bill. Bob knows him very well. Uh, in mm. Britain, that word has a different connotation. It's not offensive. They teach it to kids in kindergarten, which I think they call like grade five over there or something. I don't know. Grade five of, of uni or something like that. What does it but mean? It's like one of the it's one of the, the core words that children learn in Britain. So it's not offensive over there. Seriously. There, there we go again. We're, What's we're, the we're, word? We're trying okay. I'm I'm pulling it down. All right. Um I believe the word is uh booty. It's, it's corn. 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 Oh corn. Yeah. Corn sense. Because I was gonna quarantine, like you stupid corns. Oh, that makes sense now. Okay, corn right, never well, could do cor- nothing. It, it's so mean. It's such an um, offensive statement. Corn to say that that word is offensive. It's hilarious. Oh well, I. I just think you know. I, I I totally misconstrued. I I did. I wasn't that people don't think it's funny. Well, I I wasn't catching the British connotation. I was just stuck on the American connotation. Say it in pretty much any language, and it's pretty fucking hilarious. I it's. But is the it's word like time to go? This what's this what is a more music. offensive? I mean, is there something that's less offensive that I could have that well, I think uh, Bill if, could have said? Bill could have said. If you're talking about genitals, which is what I thought we were talking about, I just think male genitals are more offensive than female but genitals. But listen. Yeah. That, Absolutely. Well, not to look at, but to say yes. Um, the, <laughs> the, um, the, the, when Bill said it, he's not talking about genitals. They in British in Britain they use that word to uh, talk about you know idiots. Um, it's like you know the things that you would like. That's how you teach your children in in Great Britain uh, to say idiot. I s- you know stop yeah. stop being a cunt. You know I just think dicks are still more idiotic. Well, minor minor disagreement here. We can agree to disagree on the intellectual nature of genital metaphors. All right. So final review here. Sutton at the best. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. The best is when a woman in Europe says "cunt" to another woman. There's nothing wrong with that. I've never been to Europe, so I couldn't hear them. Is that European corn? I just know cream corn, corn on the cob, cobless corn, cornbread. Corn tub. I haven't heard of corn tub. I do like cornbread, though. I can't can't believe it's not corn. (laughs) Well, this closing music here is... And just, man, I miss our old music. We're going to have to work it out to get. All right, so here's what we're going to have to do. Here's how we change our rhythm. 
So from now on, we don't talk shit about our sponsors while we're sponsoring them. Well, where's the fun in that? Where's the corn in that? Oh, hey, can I... Are we Are we really... Is this like... Are we really doing the ending? Well, Erwin queued it up. Hey, we can talk about this right now. Well, no, I just wanted to say... Um, I'm an idiot. Because I've been saying, Hey, go go check me out on Twitter at, at LOL, at me, IRL, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we actually have a MetaLoaf Twitter account. At MetaLoaf. Please... Someone go follow that fucking account because I'm like the only person who follows it right now. At Metaloaf. At Metaloaf. When we go video, I will have a full splash screen for us and everything. So at Metaloaf for now, please follow. We will be doing more of this. And we're we have a YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search for Metaloaf, then realize that that was a stupid idea because you're just gonna get a lot of meatloaf videos. Um, it works. I don't know how do, to find it. <laughs> if you do like metal loaf, Dunning Kruger effect alarm system, yeah, metal loaf memes or something like that, you you'll find us. Just metal loaf corn, metal loaf corn. I don't. That's gonna give you more recipes for meatloaf with corn in it. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Any. Uh, my mind. So, um, how to contact us? So, I, I'm, I'm still not. Uh, you're, yeah, my Twitter relationship is bad. I'm on, YouTube, on YouTube at uh, Blue Tensor Media and at Reality Review. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start us a TikTok. Sure, that'll work. We can just talk about corn. That'll, it'll just be that discussion about corn. On TikTok over and over again. That's gonna that's gonna get us some some people coming to our content. And TikTok and if, is it'll get, it'll get me coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's t shirt number eight. <laughs> well, okay. Um I wanna just address one versus zero. If you're listening we really like the music that you gave us for a title. And we would kindly, what we'll do is we'll plug you. Go to oneversus0.com. Go to oneversus0.bandcamp.com. Let's give One Versus Zero some support so that we don't have to use this shitty music. I don't know. I kind of like it. All right. Any th- I, say, I do... I do like uh, one versus zero better, though. Okay, anything else before we close here? Any final thoughts? No. Uh, I really hope I started recording. I did. Okay, good. Bob, you got any final thoughts? Just watch out. (laughs) Watch out for Elon Musk. (laughs) And wait, was the deer Elon Musk? I I don't know. I never thought about that. I guess it could have been him, but I don't know. Elon in disguise. (laughs) All right, let's. 
Let's back out of this before I have to listen to this song one more time. All right, this has send been. Me that, hey, send me that uh, song 001.mp3.mp4.mp5. I want to. I want to put this on my ringtone. <laughs> and you're like, I'm here. We're doing it again. Yep. <laughs> this is 80s corn. Okay, so this has been the Metal Loaf podcast with Frisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens. Go ahead and say something, Woody, so we know you're out there. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, it's me, the Corn King. Um, don't forget to, uh, you know, plug our guest and our sound guy. Uh, with, I'll say, Metal Loaf is produced by Irwin's, uh, Scott, how did you say your name? Scott. Irwin? Scoot. Scoot? Scoot. I'll give you something to scoot Met- about. Metal Loaf is produced I by Irwin Scoot. Forever, I, I'm just, I'm just going to say scat. Sorry. I like scat better. I, eventually, you'll change over, but thank you very much. Thank you. Coming to you live, 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 live. We'd like to thank. Uh, thanks for. Yeah, go ahead. You go. You Bra- go. Thank. Roberto. Bob. Bob. That's Robert. 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 Boy, Booyah Bass. Robert Lo- Long something. Long bottom. Long, long bottom. <laughs> Thank you for having me on again. You Thank actually you for- have a very short bottom. Well, it, that's the ironic thing of it. I guess it's metaphorical. Well, if it's time to be metaphorical, it is time for metal love. Metaphorical. All right, let's uh, let's end the recording. You guys ready to end recording? Yeah. And we'll end recording in three, two. The Metal Loaf Podcast with Frisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens is produced by Irwin. Good. Featuring music by. Sound design by Phenomenon. <laughs>